This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Blizzard. Play Diablo 4 free during the open beta weekend. Only you can stand in the way of the forces of hell. Play free March 24th to 26th and pre-purchase for early access. Journey through the entire first act. Battle up to level 25 as all five classes. Adventure with your friends in four-player co-op. Descend into hell early during the open beta. Pre-purchase Diablo 4 now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. the average is typically one or two under par. Like your your most common single round scores are your 70s, your 71. Sergio has been like, ah, I can't wait to leave this place. And good evening, another Divots and Pivots. We are here, episode 28 on this beautiful Tuesday night. Uh, and you missed it because here in New England, it is a solid, uh, it, it feels like it's like 100 degrees right now with the humidity and the mugginess of the night air. Uh, it, I know it's not, but you missed it. Bud was giving us a little show off camera before changing his shirt from being in a basement here in New England. And Bud disappears. He's going to leave me alone to talk about my golf round today. That is mm. awful. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we're going to wrap up what is, I guess you consider the regular season of the PGA uh, season this year because uh, we get the Wyndham Championship uh, this week, and uh, Bud is back. Uh, that's, how hot it, that's how hot it is. My, my, like my computer just up his, frizzed uh, on me. His shirtlessness uh, before the show. Uh, but as I was saying, I will – we got the Wyndham Championship this week, ending what you can call the regular season of golf before we head into the FedEx playoff uh, tournaments. And uh, we're going to touch, obviously, on uh, how Live has affected uh, the landscape of what those playoffs uh, look like now. We're going to talk about 
the Wyndham Championship this week. We got some guys on the bubble trying to get into the playoffs, so there's some stuff around there. But we're also going to talk about some random uh, stuff today. Like I mentioned, uh, I had a round of golf today. Um, lots of lows, a, a couple really nice highs. So we're going to get to that. Get some video clips. Uh, we'll have Bud break down a couple swings live here because uh, they're they're entertaining to say the least. And uh, we're going to see how it goes. But on that note, Bud, welcome to the show as always. How are you tonight? Other raise your I- hand. <laughs> raise your raise your hand if you got a notification from DraftKings that your account was credited money this week. If you're listening in the car, Bud's hand is up. Andrew's is not because Bud did very well and Andrew did not. Well, um, uh, well it's not that I did bad. Like I, we, we both scored, hot. I, we both scored right. very well. Like as far as DK points goes, I just I just finished just outside the green uh, because I only just, had four of six make the cut. Well, let's do it live. That that's the that's the uh, mantra for today's show. It shouts yeah. the old Bill O'Reilly clip. F it, we'll do it live. I don't even know what the context of it is, but it's a great meme. It's a wonderful GIF or Giffy. Yes. I don't know what it is. I get corrected GIF, all the time. GIF, GIF Jiffy. But um, yeah, nice little pop-up notification. But let's get the score. Uh, let's get a little score update for the folks out yes. there because coming into the week, you had some catching up to do. Uh, yep. Sitting on the season right now, Boudreaux's up there at 10. This is our official Divots and Bivots scorecard. Score yeah, board, come in a little blurry if you're watching. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that we <laughs> yes. do keep things legit. And Bud's in the lead with 1043 and a half yep. to Andrew's 896.5. We'll yep. call it nine. It's pretty much the eighth inning. So, you know, we got like a buck 50 to, to, to make up. I scored 509.50 this week. What yep. what were you what were you toting in? I believe that's what I was just looking up because I believe it was. Um, I got well, God, I gave you enough. I gave you enough time. Did you not hear how much I was? <laughs> oh, but I, but I thought you were saying you had already written it down because I did text it to you uh, before. Oh come on! Uh, <laughs> like I pay attention. <laughs> uh, why is DraftKings now choosing the time to make me re-sign all of the uh, their little agreements? agreements? Like what in the hell is this? Um, yeah, so I scored, uh, I scored 431. I scored 431 on the dot this past week. So. Um, and can I just say what broke my back and absolutely kicked me in the balls and, you know, Family show. From, from being a lot closer to you in the points was Mr. Davis Riley looking like a normal one of us everyday golfers out there from one hole after oh, being, after oh, being four under us. on the round. Uh, putting himself at 500 for the tournament, and he got to, I, I want to say it was like the 10th or 11th hole. Um, I forget the exact hole number, but uh, he, he goes out there and drops a quadruple bogey. And yeah, do you he, think Do you think less of me if I cheered when I saw that because I knew exactly what that did to your spirit? Oh, I, it just crushed me because I was before that, I was like, okay, like I'm cruising. Like I, I, I still had Matt Kuchar who did not make the cut, who I knew was going to be bubble watching right on the right on the line the whole day. But when I saw that how Davis Riley was shaping, I was like, okay, five or six, I can still do some work with that. I can still make some money with that. Did not shape out. Well, you deserve everything you get. Shame on you. And um, <laughs> there's one other person I know who played Cooch this week. I've already had words with him, and he he sustained. Have you have you ever played like beer league softball? Yes. 
Okay, so adult league softball is the freaking best until you get those pitchers who like to backspin it and tell you that you're not a jerk for yeah, anyway. Or the, or the so, people who show up in actual baseball uniforms and try to run people try to run people over on the bases because they take it too well, serious. Right. I mean, there is a time and place for that, but if I've got yeah. if I'm sitting on a cooler in the dugout, let's let's begin. <laughs> Let's set expectations right there. No, yeah. so the guy, the guy, a buddy, good buddy of mine who uh, from the from the other league uh, played cooch this week, and I think yeah. karma bit him because he went out to an adult league softball game earlier this week and reminded us that we're we're forty sooner than we think. <laughs> and he sent me a picture earlier today, like the back of his hamstring that he said he pulled. He said he just yeah. went out there cold and tried to leg out a single and pop. Yeah. And it's yeah, like black and blue. And like, good. Oh God. So. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Dave on the North Shore, but yeah, that's well, what you get speaking, for playing Matt Matt Kuchar. Well, speaking of age, because you know, I played with a you know, I went out solo, and we'll get to my round in a little bit. But I went on a, a player a round of eighteen today. Um, went on an early morning tea time solo. Got put with a, a nice gentleman in the seventies who uh, plays in league there. So it was nice because I never played this course, Amherst Country Club. I never played this course, so it was nice to have someone who plays in a league there uh, playing with me because he was able to give me the rundown on every hole, which was. Very good because there's a solid five holes where you have to double back on the car path to get to next tee. I would have been at least two occasions. I would have been hitting to the complete wrong fairway or hole. Uh, so it was very useful that for him to be there. But he was telling me about the league he's in, and he said he's in like his mid seventies, whatever. And he's one of the youngest guys in his league. He's he said they've got. Um, a bunch of guys uh, in their eighties, eighty five, or whatever, and they still shoot their age from the blacks. And they go out there, play 18, shoot their age in the low to mid set. 80. They actually had three guys this past week break 80 that are 80 plus years old. And I'm like, good for that. And playing, still playing from the blacks, too. Like, they're not playing from the golds. Or they're, they're out there furthest tees, crushing sub 80 scores in their 80s. So, hats well, I mean, off to the Amherst Country Club Golf League. <laughs> shouts to the boys and, and girls up at Amherst Country Club. Yeah. Uh, what what tees did you play from? So you're up at Amherst. What tees? yeah? So their so their tees are the other than the the gold and the red. That's uh, then white, blue, and black. And we played the blues today. Oh okay. Yeah. And and, and how did we do? Um. Uh, so let's let, let's let's bring in a a very quick seven second clip here where you're going to see the start of the round and you're going to see me try to uh, black out or block out the beginning of the round here. We started off, and there's the par I started off with uh, <laughs> on hole four. <laughs> it happens but, uh, though. You got one on the card early. Yeah, so I did get – so that one, that is where things turned around for me because, look, I started out – So for those listening, though, why don't you read off those first – And that's the exactly what I was going to So mind you, I came in pretty cold, no warm-up. Um, got put with this guy <laughs> about 15 minutes before my actual tea time, so I was rushing in, hadn't played in like, uh, what, since our show, since our live show. So I just swung recently. Excuses, I know, excuses. But so I came out, shot a not Actually, I came out worst thing, first tee, I whiffed. Wasn't a practice swing, swung right over the ball. <laughs> just a big old swing and a miss. Um, so Quick I came question, out were, you, were you nervous? No, so I, was, I wasn't nervous. I just, okay. like. Just I wasn't going to knock you for it. I was actually going to say, like, no, that's. There's been other times where I'm nervous, like playing with someone I don't know or in front, but there's no one watching. It was just this one guy in the starter. So, like, I wasn't nervous. I just, <laughs> I was just out of sync and I just missed. Well, did you chat? Did you chat up the starter? Uh, no, he wasn't very talkative. <laughs> I tried. I love, I love, I love grumpy starters and I love yeah. trying to break them. 
Because like you know, eight like, in the morning, like, come on, man, it's a beautiful day out. It was a beautiful day for golf. That was it was great out there. Yeah, so I, I was not watching. I started I started with a nine, uh, and then turned around on hole number two, which is par five, and got myself another nine. Uh, so it really came out flying, um, and then doubled the par three third. So still moving a little bit better. Doubled the par five fourth. So I was like, okay, this is just going to be this day. Not a single green in regulation, not a single fairway in regulation. I was spraying the ball over the place. I think I lost six balls already at this point. Um, so, yes, Piper, I will be buying more. Uh, you'll see my order soon. And then, But, yeah, then it was the whole, whole five. It was a par four, uh, 374 from the Blues. Um, then somehow managed to put together a, a par, and uh, it, it got a lot better from there. I think I had a total of three pars in the day. I had one birdie opportunity I didn't convert. Um, but then the highlight was – uh, the highlight was at the on the 18th hole to close it out. I hit a, like a 30 plus foot, you know, swooping downhill, uphill. Like the elevation was changing. It moved left to right twice and freaking right down the middle of the cup for par. Did, uh, that was the cliche, the cliche stereotypical, uh, the one that's going to bring you back. Bring you back for more. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, was. Uh, that, kudos, that was, to, kudos to you for for uh, for admitting the triple digits flying solo. You probably could have easily shaved off oh. a stroke here or there. And you know what? I've done that in the past, but as you can see, I was actually trying to write down greens and regulations. No, I didn't. Because, look, I'm not out here thinking I'm good at golf or anything, but I do want to go out there and at least improve. Um, right. I'm not trying to be like you and be able to hit in the 70s. I'm not going to be able to so do bad. that. But but I would like to improve to where I can maybe break 90 at some step point. Step one so. to losing weight is stepping on the scale. Well, yeah. And so considering – and that's why. So considering – I started out with the two nines that you saw and then back-to-back doubles after those two nines. The, considering that I then was able to turn around the rest of that front nine for a 53 and, a, and then a 48 on the back nine for a 101 through 18, like I the was, fact that I was, I was able to say, turn that around, it, I did play good the rest of the the re, rest of the way. I was putting ridiculously good. That's Listen, you're finding silver linings. You improved from front to back. This course breakdown brought to you by Nitro Pepsi Draft Cola. I saw this go. and figured I'd, I'd give it a I'd give it a shot real quick. The only reason I bring this up is because I was just going to quietly pour it into a cup until I saw what the instructions were, and I need yeah. a little help there. It says Nit- Nitro is interesting. One chill Nitro Pepsi. I mean, but, I, but I Nitro Nitro drinks anything. Don't you have to like hold it upside down, like shake three times yeah. or something like that? It says chill can pour hard. That's what it says. But so just <gasps> what's that like? That's poor, poor hard. Poor hard. I don't. I don't know. Poor. Oh, hard. it just means hold it straight up. Yes, it does. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know. That, I, I mean, I, why does it? I say? didn't know that was what it was called. Neither did I. I mean, I, thought, I literally bar- had to like shake it out <laughs> to all the bartenders. Is it like? It's just like that. Wrong? No, that's how you do it, right there, man. You get, okay, we got. We're gonna get a live tasting here. Pepsi, the if you want to sponsor us, shoot us a. Shoot us some love. We'll we'll, we'll drink yeah. natural Pepsi's. <laughs> yeah, once you're done negotiating that next Super Bowl, that Super Bowl halftime show, just you know, have your people call our yeah. people. Yeah, you know, we'll do you a favor. We will broadcast the halftime show if you would like on this on this podcast of ours. You know what? Divots and Pivots <laughs> did miss out on an opportunity last weekend. Uh, my boy, my my boys in the in my Saturday morning league. So I'm I'm in a Saturday morning league every other Saturday morning up at the Meadow at Peabody. Shouts to yep. Peter out there for putting together the MTA every year. Uh we love him. But um 
No, he actually asked. But so last week was the club championship, which is not part of the MTA rotation. It's always in an off weekend. No. And I always, my dumb ass for the second year in a row, uh, planned a trip to, up to Maine to see my in-laws at the farm. Quick pause. That was a wonderful experience. I had a blast. I love, sure. I love them. I love the farm. The kiddo loves it. We went on like a four wheeling ride, uh, four wheeling. Who was the city boy? We went on like this <laughs> off-road, uh, off-road vehicle, uh, through, through the bog, I guess you would call it. And it was a wonderful time, but, uh, they asked me a week before and he was semi joking. He's like, Hey, divots and pivots going to cover the club championship. And I was like, you know what? We if could've. I was playing it, oh, I know. I said, if I was playing in it, and I said, Andrew, we'll give you a cart. We'll give you, a, you know, just oh, a yeah, cart. I and drive a around with, a, with my camera and a microphone so, and just talk to people. Should, all right, so time. here we go. D- Nitro Cola Pepsi. Nitro Cola smells, Pepsi. It smells like Pepsi and it looks like flat Pepsi. I be, you know what I bet it's going to taste say, like? I noticed, I noticed the look. Let's see. Uh, it's going to taste like flat Pepsi. Watch. Oh, Jesus. That's delicious. Is it really? Um, it's yeah, it, yeah. There's not a lot of bubbles to it. Oh, it's sweet. It's syrupy, but and it does. It kind of tastes Ooh, like so that's interesting. It, it kind of tastes like flat Pepsi, but not in a gross way. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how to okay, I'm gonna have to try this you, because because you can see well, bubbles. There's definitely bubbles. There's some. There's some stuff in there. So here's my question. So why is it sir? I get like so you're not supposed oh. to just pick it up at the gas station and drink it in the car or out of the can like. No, let's just pour hard and yeah, drink so, easy. Interesting. I don't know about the drinking easy part, but smooth, creamy, easy to drink. And it actually does describe it. Um it if it wasn't solid. If it wasn't if it wasn't 230 calories per can, and let's see, what's the <laughs> sugar? What's the sugar on this? Off the Six, chart. <laughs> 62 grams of sugar. My Jeez. insides are we're gonna put this down. My insides go. are hurting. <laughs> We're about to, in the next 15 minutes, what you're going to see here is a bud uh, sugar high and then sugar crash. He's going to, he's going to peek in that. No, no, I know. Never. All Um, right. Let's, uh, but I, but I say before we do move on to some actual golf, I did want you, I did want your take on, because I do have one shot here. This was my one good drive of the day, because that was my biggest problem out there today, is I could not get off the tee. Um, but what we got here is my one. I'm sure there was some club selection involved. I'm sure there's some strategy missed. It wasn't. Well, you know, you said you said you were ripping drivers, and it's like I was because I hit that point where I was I was determined to get a good one. Like, and so I was just being stubborn, and I know that I could have pulled out my hybrid or three wood or something, or even an iron. But it's but you know what 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 it was is a lot of these holes, especially on the back nine. Once I was realizing I wasn't hitting the driver well. A lot of the back nine holes um, off the tee was you had to get it over some shit, or like it wasn't like you could. There was a lot of space to lay up or something off the tee. Like you had to make sure you got it over uh, some stuff. So, which always makes me a little nervous. But um, this was my one good drive. Not not a big not a big forced carry guy. Yeah, no, no. Like so, you're gonna be able to hopefully see this ball for like a quick second after it leaves the club. It's gonna start out just slightly left, and you're gonna see it. Uh, by the way, disclaimer here. Oh, this God, is, sorry. This I is, forgot this, you were left-handed. That really no, no, I'm not left. That's what exactly I was going to say. I'm not left-handed. This playback is doing mirror for some reason. Um, Why were you swinging left-handed? Never mind. I'm not. The, I'm, this, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you little shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so you're going to see this ball start out left and turn back to the right. Um, I put this one down over that tree out on the right side, out in the fairway there. 
uh, over that tree and about, I think I said like 50 feet off the green. Um, so I absolutely crushed this one, but, but well, let what me know what you see. Oh, you don't want to. <laughs> Same thing. Got to follow through with your weight. You're, you don't have any weight transfer. You actually fall backwards, which means so, you're swinging with, no, with nothing but arms. So, and I noticed, so that's funny that you say that because I did notice, oh, that's a weird play. Where to stop the camera there? Um, so I noticed that there was one swing in particular where I did notice that where it was very, very noticeable where my back shoulder, like I, I felt, I leaned back and I was like, well, oh, wait a minute, that doesn't feel right at all. So I do have to figure out how to keep that weight forward. Maybe that'll solve it because I, I was hooking, I was hooking the ball all over the place today. Yeah, because you, because you fall backwards in which, and then you're slinging like you're basically slinging. I mean, it's almost like hit. It's almost like you're hitting a fadeaway topspin backhand in in, yeah. in tennis. That's what's going on there. The, and, and I think I said this when we were playing on the indoor thing. If you look at the PGA Tour logo, if you look at Tiger Woods, if you look at any successful golfer, the reason they finish the way they do up on their back toe, like leaning forward and everything, isn't because they're posing for the camera. It's because they yeah. have pushed all of that weight and energy through the ball somehow it's yeah. weird if you slow it down you could probably make an argument well this person's you know kind of digging in almost like a baseball style i'm like all right don't get in the freeze frame mode they're all at the same at impact and they're all using the ground if they it looks like they're mm-hmm. squatting down go to the next frame because they're probably jumping up if you look at guys like justin thomas jordan spieth uh will zalatoris even they're not the <laughs> Still love uh, Butch Harmon. Will Zalatoris looks like a one iron without the grip. Uh, <laughs> to me, just kills me. But one thing that they all do better than you know just about anybody is they use the ground and they're up on their toes at impact. And mm-hmm. it's it, it's weird because my wife slash roommate uh, always bust <laughs> my bust my jock because she was a collegiate cheerleader. And you want to talk about athletes? I mean, they're again they're one of the most athletic groups out there. And if watch watch the watch the Netflix series Cheer, and try not to get distracted by the pedo in there because there was a guy who got busted for for some kitty stuff, and I'm not I don't want to get down that dark yeah, path. Yeah, we don't. We're, but, you're just giving an example. We got gotcha. you. But the rest of the show is phenomenal, and it also has some insight into like, oh, it's brutal. Like like hardcore cheering, they they they're chucked you know two three stories up in the air, and if they don't get caught or land wrong. One scene, this girl pops her collarbone out. And the coach is like, man, that's tough. Next man up. Who, where, where's Sarah? Sarah, get in here. It's like, oh, my God. Somebody put an ice pack on her. But anyways, golfers are athletes. And, and, and to be able to hold that kind of balance and then use the force of the ground and your body and all that weight and generate all that energy and maintain balance is, uh, is, is something that's incredibly difficult to do. So shouts to Tiger Woods, though, for getting it all started. I mean, about four or yeah. five years before he – it's amazing. One of my favorite pictures that has come out of uh, the Open is the picture of John Daly and, and El Tigre chat, chatting it up on the putting green and just statements that say, like, these two humans are both, you know, considered the, at the pinnacle of their sport. And it's just mind-boggling because yeah. golf, golf's like that. So it is, and and, and when Um, it comes to to the weight transfer, weight transfer, you got it. You got to be getting. So Xander Shoffley does a great job of loading and you can actually look up videos of him where like he's doing a drill with his dad slash coach 
uh, where he loads and then just sits there and waits. And it's almost like a trained dog. And then his dad will say like now or go or something. And then yeah. he snaps through and he hits a full flush shot. It's incredibly hard to do. Yeah. Uh, so that would be my number one thing is like, it, you can tell that you either used to play baseball or hockey. Cause you definitely baseball. have that little bit of, yeah, you definitely kind of get into that mode, but when you squish, instead of just squishing the bug, you got to squish the bug and then push off all at the yeah. same motion, all at the same time. Now I've seen people say to start with your shoulder. Um, what's it? Your, your front shoulder. I forget your lead shoulder either down or up to almost like cheat your way towards that weight transfer. Have you heard that one? I feel I'm, I'm blanking on whether it was up or down. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it's kind of a, it is, you use the right word cheat. I mean, it is, yeah. it's a ban. It's, it, 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 it's not, it's not necessarily a healthy, listen, there's, there, I don't know how many millions of golfers there are in the world. And so to sit here and be like, eh, if it works for you, great. What most important thing again is, are you making consistent impact with the ball? If you're making consistent impact in the center of the club face, then it doesn't matter. Hashtag Matthew Wolf, hashtag mm-hmm. Jim Furyk, hashtag Bubba Watson. Two of those three guys just jump ship for live. Never mind. <laughs> um, but they're they're wonderful ball strikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're making, how about Colin Colin Morikawa? If you're making, but he's got a beauty, but he's got a beautiful swing. Point being, if you're making solid contact, doesn't matter. But for a, a guy like you or anybody who's still learning or developing, and they're not like stuck mm-hmm. in these ways, or it's not like I don't know, I've been doing it my whole life, and you're six handicapped, and it's like, who am I? Like who am I to tweak that? Yeah. But to but to develop good habits. You, if you're thinking about like your shoulders and, sh- and, sh- and shit, you've already lost. Uh, so you, and that, and that note. So what I noticed today, because I was being because what because I was getting so frustrated how I couldn't get up to see, I started to really think uh, or try to be observant of like what I was doing. And so what I know, one thing I came up with is like I'm, sometimes I focus so much on slowing down my backswing that I slow down my backswing, which is fine. But then those seem to be the shots that I pick up my head. Because it's almost like, okay, I slowed down my backswing, but I didn't slow down the rest of my body movement. So now my body's still moving. Like, I just, I'm picking up my head too early because I'm thinking I'm doing my normal motion for the rest of my body, but my swing is now like a step behind. (laughs) Another one, go take any, take any good swing. And I think Brooks Kapka's another live guy. Uh, What is it with me and live today? But he's another one. He's one of the best ones that I remember. I just think of this. When you say keep your you're, you're picking up your head, it's nice to know that you're recognizing that. Now just fix it. I mean, right? Like that's, that's isn't that and, the game of golf? <laughs> yeah, and, but well, no. This is keeping your head down is one of those things that you can fix at any given moment. There's a lot of swing quirks yeah. where if you're in the middle of a round, uh, you just kind of have to go with it. You said you were hitting hooks mm-hmm. all day. I'm sure at some point you were like, screw it. I'm just going to aim right and roll with it. Like if you're mid round, yeah. you know, and then you know what happened? I hit one straight. <laughs> In yeah, a way, so that, that's, into the woods to the right. <laughs> Occam's razor or whatever it is about the dumbest thing, simplest thing happening or whatever. Obvious thing is going to happen. Will yeah. point was if you're, you know, if you're, if you're mid round roll with it, but keeping your head down or sorry, any other swing tweak, don't, don't mess with it. Mid round, just go with it. Work yeah, on yeah. stuff at the range or in your backyard or your garage or whatever, except for keeping your head down. You identified that you can do it. Your shoulder tells your head, tells your head to come up. Brooks Kepka after impact, that shoulder almost punches his chin to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiger, they all do it. They're impact and they're looking down post impact. And it's really, if you couldn't see me, I was making a really good like mm, post impact yep. face. <laughs> uh, but that's what's going to, that's what's going to get your head to come up. That you can fix 
no problem whatsoever. Um, what was the other thing you were complaining? Oh, well, so you, you were so talking about your, your swing. Hold on, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Your swing speed, net, slow and fast are irrelevant. Nick Price had a had a, used to have a swing that looked like he was whipping a pony. Uh, mm-hmm. Ernie Els is called the Big Easy for a reason. Speed yeah. is irrelevant. Tempo is what's important. So it, it, it's not so much about having a slow backswing and then whipping it in there. Because, you know, slow, 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 fast. That's not golf. That's baseball. You know, load, 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 and then trigger, you know, just go. Golf's a pendulum. So whether that ball and the pendulum is swinging fast or slow, it's swinging consistent. It's swinging with tempo. So those two things, ironically enough, are what I'm big on right now myself, which are, which is tempo and head down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, I notice when I keep my head down, never, never shank, knock on wood. And if I think tempo, then usually the rest of my body relaxes yeah. and that's, then it, then it just flows from there. Now that takes repetition and time and that takes range work. That takes like yeah. balls, you know, taking a five iron, nothing but a five iron with a one bucket of balls, which for most people, they cringe. They want to hit a couple of warm up shots and then start cranking drivers. Yeah. You're going to hit like, <clears throat> like maybe, a, maybe a half a dozen drivers in a normal round. And here in new England, we're, Geez, the golf courses are a lot shorter off the tee sometimes. Yeah. Uh, they had to get creative. You're going with you're going with driving irons and stuff. So do yourself a favor. When you practice, practice with like a five, six, seven, practice 150 yards in, because that swing will translate much cleaner to a driver than if you spend all that time grooving that driver, baby. Mm-hmm. And then you realize I'm not slapping a ball off a tee anymore. I have to make crisp downward contact which when you have that swing down, when you're making that kind of descending blow on the ball to switch it to a driver, you just put it up in your stance because then that descension is on the upswing. So sure. this, yeah, no, is, this is free. This is on the house. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, well, I will say, I will say when it comes up. to keep, I will say when it comes to keeping my head down, a, a trick that I have uh, learned over the years and have done and have worked to, to get my head out of the, the popping up stage is to is to bite the way. collar of my to bite the collar of my back shoulder, and it like you said it ties it then ties my head into the rotation of that back shoulder coming through. It's not going to move until the shoulder moves, and that tends to for like a, if I do it for a whole like a swing or two, then like then I try it without I I'm more likely to to stop picking up my head. And if I feel myself what? consistently doing it again, I just bite the collar again for a couple swings and correct myself. Bite the collar. It sounds like, sounds like you and your boyfriend had a spat, uh, <laughs> but whatever it is though, that's funny. You said, it's funny you say that you bite the collar because something they pointed out on the telecast last weekend was Will Zalatoris tucks his shirt sleeve, like up into his, his yep. armpit when he putts. And he yep. does that to make sure that that thing, that sounds good. That thing stays close to him. Jack Nicholas, same thing. He had a he had a little quirk uh, right before his swing. He would he would he would he would his head would tilt back. Yeah, and that yep. was to make sure that that he did not look up a little bit more. So, well, Keegan does that same thing. If you watch Keegan Bradley, he he does it almost in stages where he like starts to like inch his head like slowly up. Um, so Keegan we does don't that say too. his name. We don't say his name anymore. <laughs> But yeah, but I've heard that it's, with with the arm thing, I've heard that where if you put like a, a spare golf club up under your armpit and make sure it stays there through your swings, you know, just some sort of tangible way that you can see if you're doing it right. Because sometimes when you swing, you're just like, I don't even, I wasn't even thinking. Well, I don't know if I did it right. I don't know what worked that time. You do know if you did it right. Where'd the ball go and how'd it feel? But but or 
or if you I, I, mess something else up, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's so many things, so many parts of a damn swing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, actually, uh, a proper teaching pro would have slapped me for that because it's like, no, it's not always just about where the ball because if the swing isn't good, and then I always fire yeah. back, and I'm like, yeah, I was like, you are right. If you're, you know, I oh, almost, God. I did almost I did almost hole out from almost, um, about a hundred yards, like like nine inches from like a hundred yards out. Like That's very cool. close, like it rolled, it rolled right past the side of the hole, and I, I didn't even realize it was that close until I got up and saw where the ball stopped. And went, holy shit, I almost put that in the hole, didn't I? <laughs> did Did you make the putt? Yes, I made the putt. That was one of my pars. Don't, don't, don't. That was one of the pars. So, so work backwards. Nine inches for par, a buck, uh, you know, a hundred yards for for your third shot. Why, why, why were you in that situation? What happened off the tee? Because it was, pro- I probably topped it off. The- I don't remember exactly, but I probably topped it off the tee and hit it about a hundred yards, rolling into the edge of the fairway, and then had to pull up my hybrid to get it down to within a hundred. Because, like I said, and that's where I- that's what saved me today. Because even though I couldn't get off the tee, I was hitting my hybrid and I was hitting my low irons, um, like pretty flush, and was able to get those out into position to at least not get the green in regulation. But I was giving myself par putts, at least definitely on the back nine. I- on the back nine, yeah. I think I had a par putt on yeah. just about every hole. If you're putting for par on every hole, then you're doing all right. I mean, that's that, yeah. that that's for damn sure. Like I said, it uh, turned around on the back nine. <laughs> well, good. I got we the the league this weekend. We have two man two man team quotas. I have no idea what any of this means. I just show up and play, <laughs> but I think this is the one where uh, you have it's points. So you get two <laughs> yep. points for a par, four for a bird. Or is it based yeah, off your yeah. handicap too, like birdie and par, based off your handicap, or is it just no, you, no, you, no? You just get strokes. I, okay. I mean, you're. Your boy gets none, but uh, the guys I play with, get, I think like like six to ten is is the range. So it's a fun group to play with, and uh, we always have a little side match going. But nice. no, I, I two weeks ago I need a little redemption. Two weeks ago, kind of had things in not in hand, but was definitely in a position, and then just shit the bed on the back. As a matter of fact, yeah. I was I had it to three. I think I was three under through eight, and then just. No, oh, we didn't flip that. That was a fantastic uh, impression <laughs> of that noise, man. That sounded like a recording. I'm clipping that. We're gonna we're gonna end, we're gonna end the intro with that every every episode now. Just wait, because because oh, you need to you need to. I've been messing around with it. I've been messing around with the with the editor and trying to get better at that. So uh, you're probably gonna see some random clips starting to pop up because I need to try it. I'm gonna be better at it. Um, so, but damn, we so anyways. We, yeah. Anything else no, on, on the game you wanna you wanna critique me on before we uh, we get into Piper really fast? Because uh, I'm gonna be telling people where to go to get Piper balls. Because I'm gonna be going to place another order after today. No, I think if you 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 need to watch you need to watch a lot of good swings, and then literally try to try to try to replicate them, but yeah. really focusing on the follow through the finish. Like not, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I learned. Literally, it was just watching it and going out and trying to trying to replicate it. And again, having been a baseball player like yourself, if you can make consistent hand eye like contact, the ball's not moving. So if you can make that consistent contact, repetition after repetition, it'll work. Makes sense to me. And on that note, talking about repetition, something that always works. Piper golf balls always there for us. Um, you know, I was able to chat up my golfing partner today about Piper Golf. He seemed interested. Told him to go check out Piper Golf. Um, so same thing. I'll tell you guys go check out Piper Golf. Check, uh, or I should I should say check. Take their uh, their golf quiz. Find out which one of their balls are perfect for you. Uh, you know, they describe how they're made, what's inside, and why it 
uh, makes a difference depending on what your handicap is, why it affects the spin, why it affects uh, the softness and the way and the way the ball flies. So go check out. There's a lot of fun information on there uh, to really learn about golf balls. Uh, use our uh, discount code DIVPIV, uh, D-I-V-P-I-V, uh, and you'll get a discount on your order. Uh, so go on there, use DIVPIV at Piper.golf and order your next round of balls. Um, so go check it out. I will be placing that order later this week as well because I lost my last ones today. <laughs> And you're on mute, bud, or something happened to your audio. No, I was on mute. It's classic okay. BS. You were doing a you were doing a you were doing a read, so I decided to not not risk it, which is a good thing because I probably said something <laughs> like that. Now I've got a sleeve of Piper Blues that I'm saving for this scramble I got coming up because they're nice. just a little bit harder. So uh, maybe a couple yep. extra yards off the tee. Uh, so once again, but we're gonna put the golds to test this weekend. Uh, nice. More to come on that. Speaking Perfect. of more to, more to come, it's just around the corner. I uh, One of us has got to fill out the media credentials. I would be more than happy to do it because yes. the Live Tour, Live Tour is coming to town. Let me check and, if they're available yet while you're talking. And, I, th- and, and, and I, I caught Greg Norman's interview. He was on Tucker Carlson uh, on Fox News, and I guess Tucker went out to the tournament at Bedminster just, just mm-hmm. outside of New York City to see what it was all about. And it, it first of all, that's where that's where it finally came out confirmed. They when they when Liv did approach Tiger, it was like seven eight hundred million dollars, and Tiger said thanks, but yeah. no thanks. Uh, there was <laughs> it's great. Somebody I saw I saw a meme going around today. It was a picture of Tiger Tiger smiling. It was like you know low ball offer. I got one point five in the bank, and uh, <laughs> and that's after a divorce. And I was yeah. like, damn, <laughs> which yeah. is and- true. Uh, the credentials are not yet available for Boston. It just says early August still, so we will keep right, an eye cool. out for that. We'll keep an eye on that because we'd love to bring you all some some uh, divots and pivots angled content from uh, from Live Golf, or at least what the experience is like. Because yes, again, I'm intrigued. And what's funny is it's everything's everything's turning out exactly as Boudreaux uh, foresaw even down to the point where there's some alternative stylings going on for mm-hmm. next fall, next fall, next fall. So fall 23, the PGA tour has announced there's going to be some special stuff going on there where they're going to have special tournaments that only the top 50 from the FedEx cup points are able to get into. And they've got higher purses. Ding, ding. That was my call. Uh, and then the other one is this was an easy one. Every, kind of everybody knew they were going to do it. Is starting next season. I think it's only the top sixty or seventy get into the first uh, the FedEx St. Jude. So there, that's going down. We already talked about the increased mm-hmm. purses. I like the schedule itself. I heard one of the players bitching about how they got to go from I think like South Carolina to Korea and back, or and then then to like Detroit. And he's like, that's tens of thousands of dollars in travel expenses. And he got shredded on Twitter because people are like, I hear you. I do. I mean, I do. Yeah. But at yeah. the end of the day, you're, you're still. Yeah. You, you know, like this is your line of work. I get it. You know, so he's like, yeah. I haven't seen my I've, this is my sixth straight you know, week on the road. I haven't seen my family. And somebody was like, you nobody put a gun to your head and say, go be that's a touring. You, you pro. can walk away anytime you want. Right, and do you know? Do respect to those guys because I mean, it's got to be a hard life, and I'm not. Oh, and I, sure. I, I, 
I got a two year old upstairs. I'm telling you right now, like it, the thought of being away from her for more than a weekend is tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes it's all I can think about is being away from her. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm just kidding. She's the cutest thing I'm... in the world. Her name's Cooper Rose. Those guys Beautiful. are out there, and next year it's going to be a little more fun. There's going to be a mm-hmm. little more moving parts. Uh, but after listening to Greg Norman on Tucker, I think I think the, it's inevitable that there's going to be some sort of partnership agreement. There's a couple things going there. First of all, yeah, these guys did sign for all this money. It is exhibition style because Henrik Stenson just won after being incredibly <laughs> mediocre. To the, he was a Ryder Cup captain, all right? That shows you the yeah. level of competitiveness that he was actually exhibiting. And then he comes out, he's like, I played certainly played like a champion. Wouldn't you say I played like a champion today? <laughs> no, you did not play like a champion today. You played an exhibition match and came out on top. I Yeah. I'm just trying to be objective about because I love live. Like I actually do. I'm kind of not a convert, but I want to go see it. I want to see it in action. It sounds like a party. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're doing what they said they were going to do, which is create an alternative product um, and, and and kind of put it out there. The way he phrased it was this year was kind of like a beta test. He said that they had this thing ready to launch. And then the Shipnuck, Alan Shipnuck cluster, you know what, with yeah. uh, Phil came out. And he said that's what made them kind of pause, assess, look around. Um, and, and I be- and I believe now everybody's like, oh, he says he's growing the game. This isn't growing the game. Yeah, it is. You might not like the growth. You might not like everything. But don't hate on the people who do, who just because they're a little different. Uh, something that really, really, really jumped out at me. And this is don't fact check me. Fact check Greg Norman. Uh, but they did some number crunching themselves because some of the some of the sponsors that left these players who signed mm-hmm. with Live, and he goes, they collectively do something like forty six billion dollars a year in business with the Saudi government. Those business, those those specific, and again, I don't know who those sponsors are. Uh, we could probably easily figure it out. But that was the eye opening to me of, in the sense that, I, yeah, where does it end? Who who gets to stand? At what point do we stop standing on pedestals and we all kind of come back down mm-hmm. to earth and just live and let live? No pun intended. I, just, I, really, I, I really can't believe I, I really can't believe they don't have a shirt out there yet. Like, right? I want to put um, you on time out for that pun. <laughs> oh, I got a better one for you. Wait till they wait till they show up to a Pete Die course. Live and let die. Come on. Oh, so. <laughs> Pete just rolled over in his grave. He sure did. Uh, I felt the earth tremble. <laughs> but the, but but it's so interesting, and I'm not going to say it's like a train wreck because it's not like a train wreck. It is just like an interesting party that um, it, it, I don't even think they're trying to claim. St- they're trying to they're trying to be the fun league. Yeah, that's just an alternative, and I get that. Uh, I want to see it. I want to see it firsthand just because also I like to see, I want to see how arrogant I am. I want to see if I go out there and be like, Oh yeah, I can hang with these guys. No, I'm joking. No, I want to go see Brooks and I want to go see Bryson. I want to go see DJ. Um, so, you know, and that's the thing. They I want to see David Faraday walking around. Some really good personalities in golf went over there. So there's, there's stories to be talked about with, when it comes to the golfers on the live tour. There are stories. I want to bust Hendrick Stenson's balls. I really don't. I think he's a wonderful Well, and because of the, the size of that tour still, from the media perspective, even from the fan perspective, they're they're very accessible right now still. Yeah. Well, that that's one of the biggest <laughs> that's one of the biggest the, the big things. Hell, you can go online and one of the one of the high-end package ticket packages includes inside the ropes. I know. Like you can just walk, I saw that. walk the fairways behind these guys, yeah. which it, 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 it is a it is a different vibe. I what 
what I want them to understand, and I guess they already do, they're not trying, is that the like the, the, the kind of guard up from me is the sense of like, as long as we're all clear that we've got like exhibition fun golf and then yeah. like professional golf, because don't, and, and again, until they start, until they start playing 72 holes stroke play, unless they're trying to create a new style of golf, which they are, they're, they're this yeah. whole league format with teams like Bubba, Bubba signed, Bubba's not playing this year. I don't mm-hmm. know if people notice that Bubba, Bubba is just a team captain. I'm out here to support my team. And they're trying to do this thing where, you know, all right, they want, they want. So was it, uh, my boy Hudson was on the Niblix, which I freaking love. I think <laughs> I, I might end up getting some, some live swag here soon, but he was on the Niblix. And so what they want in the long run is they want some billionaire. They want Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. instead of saying, I want a premier league team, or I want an NBA team to say, I want a live team. And here yeah. is X, you know, that, and yeah, that's what it's going to be instead of a NASCAR, you know, kind of vibe where you've got the hat and then you got the, the one right here and then the one right here, the one, yeah. which I'm not knocking. It works for our tour because also the stakes are higher over here in a strange way. Like the, the stakes are higher where there's less money well, now and it's all it, yeah. good. No, I was just going to say, and then say that happens with the teams and stuff. It's just going to, like you said, it's just going to create a different form of golf. Kind of like, you know, we, we call men and women on the on the long drive tour pro golfers they are pro golfers still they're a different pro golfer than the pga pro golfers but they are still a pro golfer it's just a different form of it you know maybe that if that team aspect really takes off and they they end up with owners and trades and stuff like that then yeah then we're just looking at a different form of golf it can can live and operate on its own and the pga would go back to being itself and I think that's what's going to happen is because it's going to lock mm-hmm. in with 48. First of all, I think, I think long, long drivers would actually correct you and say they're professional long drivers and they wouldn't claim to be okay. golfers. But that, that's that, that, and, and by the way, if there's any long drivers listening to us, be like, no, we're golfers, damn it. And then, cause I also, um, mm-hmm. they talked to a couple, be like, I'm not a golfer. Like I just hit this thing a mile. It's <laughs> big. So I, that'd be a fascinating topic to actually get some long drivers on to be like you know are you a, are you a golfer are you a long driver well and there's, uh, a, there's a long drive competition coming so i think it's connecticut in like september yep. so yeah maybe 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 so this team <laughs> format might work and they might get some they might get some sponsors it might be something where it, it is an attractive thing i it'll work it will work when the tours put down their guns i mean yes. Gre- Gre- the shark is the sharks out there, no guns. I have no guns. I have a polo shirt, a hat, and a very thick stack of bills. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. And I'm just out here having a good time. My players are allowed to go wherever they want. And I think what it is is the PGA Tour a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. They're a little <laughs> bit butthurt about yeah. the money, right? It's oh, like the definitely. bad look. But I say that will die real quickly. You know why? Phil Mickelson is like the highest highest earning golfer of the year this year the dude's 40 over in three tournaments. All this is going to do is remove that value uh, or that objective measure of goodness in golf or how good of a golfer you are with money. It used to be whoever won the most money that year on the tour. That was your, that, that tended to be your lowest scorer, the player of the year, whatever. It just kind of worked yeah. out that way where the better, well, cause that's how the sport used to be designed. The higher you finish, the more money you make. And so that kind of mm-hmm. shook out like that. And that's all it's all it's gonna happen is it's just, it's just gonna go away. That's just gonna be instead it's gonna be who has the most FedEx Cup points, who yep. who won the who won the most live events. Like it is gonna translate the game because 
the the spigot is open. It's not just going to be the Saudi government and their investment fund. Mm. I guarantee you, China's going to want to get in the game. They've got some deep pocketbooks with their course, investment yeah. funds. There's going to be some American corporations and people over here who see a, a, a marketing opportunity in some places where because this thing is taking off and they're they're matched up with mm-hmm. uh, the Asian tour like we talked about to get those yep. wor- those World Cup rank- rankings. Quickly on that on the Patrick, we, I got something for you from Patrick Reed. Ready? Sure. Yeah, yeah, hit me. So Dan Rappaport, uh, shouts to Dan Rappaport, golf golf reporter on Twitter. Um, probably works elsewhere. He just doesn't sit on Twitter all day. More, I was going to say he's more than just Twitter. <laughs> um, but but he says I think Patrick Reed genuinely did like the idea of playing less golf. Then he realized he had a month off with no tournaments in the summer. And then he went full Ricky. Then he went full Ricky Bobby and didn't know what to do with his hands. And so now he's going back to Asia to grind. Yeah, it sounds about right. Because look, it, it, golf is in these guys like blood. It's in their DNA. It's all they know. Like you know how hard it is to stop that schedule cold turkey. Like it might sound great, but like it, it's going to be similar. Oh, he, to does, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. He's doing it because he's got to now. He's forced but, to. But but that's what I mean. Like he's it's the only yeah. way he's going to be able to keep up with the like what he wants to do. So it's which is the major, which is the majors. Exactly. So so and but he, and, yep. Go ahead. He he closed it with he goes. It reminds me of what Jordan Spieth told us at St Andrews when asked about playing less golf. Quote: mm-hmm. At this point in my life, I love playing golf. I love playing professionally. I don't want to not to go to do something. I don't. I don't want to not play to go do something else. That's where yeah. I'm at. This is what I do. And it's kind of like Will Zalatoris. Somebody said, why are you playing this week? Don't you want to take a week off and rest up for the playoffs? He goes, I'm 25, I'm 25 years old. I can barely rent yeah. a car. If you hear me talking about being tired, you know, th- then there's something wrong with my head. Yeah. And it's true because, well, not it's not true. I, I wouldn't fault no, somebody but, to say, like, I'm going to take a week this off. Is where he's gonna gain, this is where he's going to gain as many experience moments as he can on the tour. He's exactly, yeah. you pointed your head. He's gonna gain those mental. He's gonna come across more of those mental situations that he's gonna learn how to deal with. You only get those by playing. Do you think Tony Finau it feels like his back-to-back wins are any cheap? Any cheapened because the second one happened against a live tour event? Not at all. No, no. It's I mean, back-to-back it, it, wins on the PGA Tour, which exactly. is funny because those back those back-to-back wins put him at right on the bubble uh, for mm-hmm. the President's Cup. And I say yep. on the bubble, he's sitting sixth and he's sitting pretty high up. If you don't know the President's Cup, <coughs> Cup President's Cup qualifying points work, basically whatever you get in FedEx Cup, Cup points, multiply that by three. There are your President's Cup points. And the top six after the second FedEx Cup playoff tournament automatically qualify. And then the captain, Davis Love the third is going to pick another six a couple weeks later. Tony yep. Finau sitting at six, Jordan Spieth sitting at seven, I think. I, 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 you got to think that Finau is pretty safe. I don't, I don't see, I mean, mm-hmm. Jordan would have to go like back to back to back to back or whatever. That's four weeks. What? So I think he's doing well, but what's going to be fun to watch this week at the Wyndham championship is the other bubble. Uh, yes. You mentioned it pre-show when Patrick Reed and Brooks Kepka and everybody else that I've mentioned out <laughs> from the live tour, when they all jumped ship, fed, uh, the tour came out and said, well, first time ever, we're mm-hmm. just going to remove you from the FedEx Cup standings just for the purposes of the playoffs. If you go to the FedEx Cup uh, standings like somewhere else, they still exist. But they have these like soft yeah. rankings that <laughs> is what they called them, but they're another official title for them. Well, they've updated all, the full uh, rankings on PGATour.com to not include yeah. the love guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was getting at. They just announced that they're not, they're mm-hmm. not including them. And so 
in years past, what happened if a guy that was sick or injured or just, you know, bowed out for whatever reason, they would just say too bad. The field is one less this year. Yep. They said, we're not letting these live guys negatively impact everybody else's opportunity. So everybody just kind of, doo, 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 doo. Yep. and now Ricky Fowler, come on down. Now, You're the next. Ricky Fowler is number one, number one twenty three right now. I'm okay <laughs> with that. I'm okay with that. I think, so our boy, uh, I think I think Smotherman's sub, somewhere up there looking for Smotherman a is one twenty five. He is the bubble. Smotherman. That's so so here here's some of the guys right in the bubble there because Austin Smotherman let's, let's is the this, bubble. Yeah. So Smotherman, Matt Wallace, Ricky Fowler, Kramer Hickok, Chesin Hadley, and Nick Taylor are your your last five in. So you're one twenty to one twenty five. Okay. Um, those are the guys in and on the bubble with the biggest probably chance to be bumped out. Your your first five uh, with a chance to come in uh, at one twenty six to one thirty would be Max McGreevy, Danny Willett, uh, Justin Lower, uh, Nick Hardy, and then Cameron Champ is sitting outside the line right now at one thirty. That one shocked me. I did not like. I knew he wasn't like really popping necessarily this season I as far as did, any wins or anything, but I thought he was playing better than. Get- he has been playing better. He's been playing better as of late, but was he hurt? Oh, you know what? Was he hurt? That might be it. It's Cameron Champ announces he's out for the rest of 2020 with a wrist injury. That was that's right. That was that was, that was, that was end, fall of 21. He shut it down. And so late start in January. Yeah. So he's I mean, he's not too far behind, but that explains no. why he's sitting that's he's why he's 27 points be, he's 27 points behind right now. Did I do that math right? So, I did that math right here. He's 27 points behind. Um, but so look, some other noticeable names who are outside of the, the yeah, playoffs right now. You know, Doc Redmond's down at 136. He's been a hot topic name the last couple uh, a couple of years here. Um, you know, Francesco Molinari, you know, another guy who's fallen from grace, Eric Van Royen at 134. Uh, you know, these are names who have been, um, you know, names that have been hot topics, in, at least in the DFS world, for, for their value and for their play. Bubba Watson's out at 149. Um Bill Haas at 151. Like, there's some solid names missing out on the the, the playoffs uh, this year that that you would have thought were in there. And the, this, so it should be interesting. The guys Bill Haas. Bill Haas doesn't surprise me just because I think he's on a he's on a um, one of those one year exemptions, like lifetime exemption, top top thirty yeah. lifetime money exemption. So it's that that actually hurts my heart because I was hoping that he would come back in. Um, what was it? What was the other above oh, a Bubba Watson, we just talked about, like yeah, Bubba's at one forty nine. He's he's got he's at he's the first guy who's under two hundred FedEx Cup points. He's at one ninety nine. Bubba Watson, yeah, he's also he's also refresh your browser in about a day or a week, and he's not going to be there at all because he he's he was. I think he's actually going to be mm-hmm. at the Boston event, so maybe we can track him down. And there maybe we go. Okay. From, maybe maybe the boy from Baghdad will give us a, give us ninety seconds because. Um, if I shout out Baghdad or anything like that, maybe he'll be like, what? Not that you so, can't just look up the Wikipedia page and find out where he's from, but I'm saying I'm a panhandle boy myself. So that brings up an interesting scenario. Here. There are, now, I'm not saying this is what Bubba's doing, but are there guys now who know they're going to miss out on the FedEx Cup playoffs anyways who say, well, screw it. Maybe I go sign for a couple events with Liv, get a nice paycheck, and then look and come, come this time next year. Odds are looking favorable that the PGA and Liv are going to come to find some way to coexist, and I'll be fine in the end. 
Like I it's think, the other I, guys a, who are going to take a, that chance for the paycheck. A, I think there's a lot of guys who are betting on the PGA Tour and live coming to terms and mm-hmm. this moving on. I think they do think this is short-term problems. I think this is short-term problems. I don't think the mm-hmm. PGA Tour is vindictive enough to say lifetime ban. They could say that as long as you are, especially if the number locks in at 48. <clears throat> yep. Okay. We know it's not going to be 48 golfers from the PGA Tour proper. You're going to have some DP World Tour, Asian mm-hmm. Tour, uh, Sunshine Tour guys in there. Sunshine Tour is the South African Tour. If you didn't want, if you didn't know, so you're going to have you're going to have all sorts of World Tours putting together those 48 chosen ones, so to speak. And yep. there's going to be. Uh, I love that. I love the the kind of relegation style model. So sure. if that's I'm the always case, a fan of that PGA Tour could just always say, "Fine, if you're an active live player, you cannot you cannot play." that season on the PGA tour because yep. it's not lifetime. And it, they're just saying no double dipping. It's a little too much because yep. there are so many players who need these opportunities to say that you're going to do one or the other, you know, shit or get off the pot. That'll be the first they'll put their guns down and say, no, you know, we're not banning people for life, but as long as you're, if you're an active live tour, you cannot play on these tours at the same time. You have to pick one or the other. They'll even say maybe go back and forth. Like if you've got a three-year exemption, they might say, all right, cool. If you've got that three-year exemption, you want to go play two years on live? And then and then you got one year to hold your hold, right? One year to hold on to your card, good on you. Because also there's other ways these guys can earn. You know, Mm -hmm. there's gonna be some enough middle ground that it's not going away. Now imagine imagine this. This this is probably far fetched, but imagine this uh, in January. You know, th- this is how you know. Say a few years from now, everything comes to kind of these this coexisting kind of setup where, you know, you can go back and play one year here, and then if you choose to play the PJ Tour the next year instead, like you can do that. It just depends on where you get your points, where you get your money. Imagine if every January we we start getting like a almost like a national signing day. Like like a, like a like the deadline day where golfers are letting us know which tour they're playing on, or like it's it's not it's not like a draft per se. You know I, what I, I, mean? I, I was actually thinking about that too with this new fall swing and everything that I could yeah. see the I could see the live you know trying to wrap things up in in, in October because then just give players like sixty days to make up their mind kind of deal as well, <clears throat> and it, it and the second part to that though is yes I do think that. Um, I don't think that lives going anywhere. I think that no. I think the PGA tour is going to, and, and the, but I do think the players are betting on reconciliation Two. Bubba jumped because he knew that if he didn't, his seat was going to get taken. Yeah. Uh, I believe that Greg Norman is not, it's too small of a world. I believe that mm-hmm. Greg Norman is not lying when he says his phone is literally ringing every day, maybe not off the oh, hook, yeah. but it's ringing every day from these agents and these players saying, you got a spot. And, and that's the beauty of it. He created mm-hmm. this thing where, no, sorry, there's only 48. So I think Bubba might have been saying, uh, excuse me, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just take that check now because yeah. I'm not he knows I'm, he's I'm not injured. playing in the playoffs. I'm he, not he's, playing in the playoffs. done. He can still get, what, like four or five live events in for the rest of the year and make a big check? Yeah. So I, I'm intrigued still. I think it's going to be something to keep, you know, definitely keep watching. They're definitely going to keep growing. Um, it's, I, I find it hilarious, though, that the quick mo- – anybody who said, I want to spend more time with my kids. Yeah, it's like, I, that went away I, real fast. By the way, well, <laughs> even, and he might have meant it at the time. Maybe oh, yeah, he, he might have. Like, but, but now that you start hearing about it, it's like, you know, it does make sense that they weren't going to throw $100 million at Patrick Reed and only let him play yeah. five, six times a year. Like, 
These yeah. guys are going to have to put up 14 tournaments. They're going to they're going to have appearances to do, and that's mm-hmm. for the ones that get the signing bonuses. We're also going to have some of these players who probably are said. I wouldn't be shocked if they if they hold four or five spots a year for either unsigned talent or you know they sign for quote unquote the league minimum, and then you yep. got to earn your stripes. But uh, either way, hopefully we'll see we'll see some fireworks that live here in a couple of weeks. But before that, yeah. it'll be fun to bubble watch and see if Smotherman can hold down any charges from. Yeah. We've been a Smotherman fan on this show a few times this I, year. So. Smotherman? Yeah. So we'll like to keep Smotherman on that bubble and inside the bubble. Um, but man, we just kind of, we just kind of rolled to go for it. If you were looking for DFS picks though, yeah. check out our Twitters tomorrow afternoon. We will yes, still yes. get lineups out. Um, there will still be minimal explanation to the science. My science this week, don't outsmart yourself. Look for the strokes gain home life. It's either going to be somebody who's tuning up because they're making a run in the FedEx Cup playoffs like Will Zalatoris or Tony Finau, or it's going to yep. be a bubble boy who has that extra motivation. Back to you in the studio. Thank you to In the Clutch. Thank you to Piper. Thank you to Fantasy National. You nailed Thank them you all, right? Oh, and there it is. <laughs> I was going to say he nailed them all. He said belly up, but he, he, he comes in clutch and, and brings them in at the end. But that is going to do it for us tonight on this Tuesday night. Uh, we will be back uh, next week to our normal uh, viewing time at 8 p.m. Uh, we did push it off uh, till 9 p.m. Eastern tonight. Uh, I, I had a play with my daughter. So uh, sorry, guys, but family first. Uh, and it was a fantastic time. I saw Cinderella, and it was fantastic. So uh, so uh, we'll be back to 8 p.m. Uh, next Tuesday. So catch us here on YouTube. Uh, and you can find our all the information you need on the Twitter page, at Divots and Pivots. And uh, you can also find me at Real Mr. Mallard. You can find Bud at This Bud's For You. Pepsi, remember all the nice things Bud said about your drink. Uh, hit, hit that man up with some merch. Uh, and we're shameless whatever. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. And uh, also, like we said, be on a lookout. Just I'll throw this in there. Be on a lookout. Uh, we're going to be keeping our eye out for those live credentials. So uh, if you're curious if we're going to be going, we'll let you know if we, if we get in there. Uh, we're hoping. So uh, we'll see you next week. And have a great night, everyone. Catch you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.